0: I said don't, but I said I'm gonna misbehaving. i on a windowsill, seal swimming in the creek. Catching crawl dads and playing with a stick. I wore lipstick and I got cold shaven. Just two, two little country, country kids, kids outside misbehaving. <laughs>
1: hello everyone welcome to a very special episode of uncanny treks where we talk about 2022 the year in tv i am bob in cascadia and that is matt in the southland and we will be going through my bob's bottom 10 tv shows of the year matt will maybe be agreeing with me maybe be telling me i'm an idiot it'll be a good time
0: a little disclaimer for you folks bob usually dislikes stuff that the majority of people like it's just his thing So, (laughs) bear with (laughs) it.
1: If if everybody likes it, Bob's probably going to hate it. (laughs) I feel like with a few of these, you will obviously just be like, what the fuck is that? Why would you watch it? With a few of them, you'll be like, "Um, yeah, you're right, Bob. And then with a few of them, you'll you'll disagree. I think it'll be like one-third, one-third, one-third.
0: Yeah. Well, we're doing your bottom ten right now, but whenever we cover your top ten for TV, Bob, we'll probably have some arguments there. Oh, oh, okay. Possibly. okay, Yeah.
1: For the ones I recognize. <laughs> That's angry about the top 10. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So uh, we're counting down. So uh, 10 in this context is least bad. One is most bad. So counting down for number 10. Uh, Matt, have you ever heard of a little show on AMC called Gangs of London? No, I thought this was a movie. No, there's Gangs of New York, which is a Martin Scorsese movie from, like, 20 years ago. And it's based on a book. And there's also books called, like, Gangs of New Orleans, Gangs of San Francisco. So it's a kind of common title formula. Yeah, I'm just imagining there's a lot of, like, those cops with those funny
0: helmets and sticks beating each other. Is that what it is?
1: I mean, you're actually not that far off. (laughs) It's weird. There's, There's two great Indonesian action films called The Raid like, The Raid and The Raid 2, they have really great fight scenes, and they were directed by a Welsh guy, and he also, like, did this show, and so the fight scenes are are pretty sick, the the fight scenes are actually really great, but the writing is just kind of terrible, like, dude should stick to doing movies instead of TV, Uh, he can't really sustain, like, the, you know, kind of narrative thing you need, but basically the premise is you just have a bunch of international gangs in London, Like our hero is like an undercover cop in the gang that's like the alliance between like the West Indians and Irish and then they're facing down against like the Kurds and the Pakistanis and a bunch of other a bunch of other kind of international gangs. Is this based on a video game? yeah i I actually was very proud of i was complaining because a couple of my friends wanted to watch this and so i watched it with them and i was complaining that it felt like a video game and uh, then while perusing wikipedia i learned that it was indeed a video game adaptation and so i also blame that for the fact that the writing is really bad
0: yeah i think it's based on a game called the getaway
1: came out in 2006. oh okay I i i didn't realize it was i had a different name but yeah, this is actually not that terrible. Honestly, I just I just needed 10 things to, you know, make a list of 10 for symmetry's sake. Uh, but I, I didn't enjoy it, and I probably won't watch season two and season three. Matt, you ready to move to maybe my more controversial choice, number nine? Yeah, number nine. It's not that controversial, Bob. Yeah, so... Uh... Uh, Peacemaker season one, I mean, look, it has like the best opening credit scene that any TV show has had in years, but almost everything else about it sucks. It was way, way uh, padded out there. How long was it? Six episodes, eight episodes, yeah. 20 episodes. It, was, it went on
0: forever, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it could have and should have been a two hour movie and I probably actually would have liked it.
0: Yeah, it could have been condensed to a two hour movie. And honestly, like, it could have been condensed if they wanted to, just to a short, like, mini series of, like, three or four episodes, been done with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of glad some of these DC Comics adaptations are getting cut that were going to be
1: episodic, like this, because I'm sure they would have gone forever. The streaming, the streaming bloat is real, and it's a problem, and it's a theme we'll talk about uh, later down the list, too. Yeah,
0: I enjoyed Peacemaker, but at the same time, I, I get where you're saying that it's not okay for it to be so fucking long, because it really was. It went on forever. And there was a whole like middle of the season that I don't even remember what happened.
1: Something to do with aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... It is wild. It is wild. Um, that said, I mean, I, I hate saying this because I hate John Cena, but he, he did a good job. John Cena came back on SmackDown last Friday night,
0: Bob. Oh, he, wow. He, he hadn't wrestled a match in 2022, so he decided uh-huh. that he wanted to make sure he kept his streak of 20 years of wrestling. So he wrestled one match at the end of the year on
1: SmackDown. He has a bigger, his ball spot is as big as mine. Nice, nice. Was he was he still doing the old character, talking about respect and all that? Hustle, or loyalty, yeah. That's hustle, loyalty, yeah. Or has he kind of moved to now he's kind of like a Hollywood dirtbag character when he comes back? Oh, no, here. he's
0: doing the hustle, loyalty, respect stuff. He always will. He never went hill.
1: You think they're Well... Like, he wouldn't have to go heel, but you'd think there would be potential for him to kind of be like the Hollywood dirtbag and for, like, you know, a heel to kind of, like, make fun of him for leaving, stuff like that.
0: Well, they did that with The Rock, and they did that with Batista, so... Yeah, I
1: mean, that's kind of a... That's a bit of a trope, Bob. Yeah, yeah, it's a trope, it's a trope. (laughs) Shall we move on to number eight, Matt? Number eight, Bob, what do we have? So, have you ever heard of this? It's an Amazon Prime show called Outer Range... It's like a sci-fi Western. So I was stoked about it. I like Westerns. I like science fiction. It stars Josh Brolin. I really like Josh Brolin, but he just investigates a mysterious hole on his Wyoming ranch. And it's uh, pretty slow. Not much happens. I really can't recommend it. Kind of bad. I still am gonna watch season two when it comes out because I have a sickness, but I you shouldn't watch it. Well, you sold it so well, Bob. Josh Brolin exploring a hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that what isn't that what all of us straight men do, Matt? Yeah, that's, that's what we want, I guess. All right, Bob, move on yeah. to number seven. All right, so uh, look, there was a lot of silly hijinks in the show that I enjoyed. Uh, but it was uh, slow, overlong, terrible, pointless, and had no connection to the also not good season one. I'm, of course, talking about Star Trek Picard season two. I'm really glad that we're finally going to mercy kill this show after season three. Yeah, I agree, Bob.
0: This, I, I don't know what some, some of these other shows you haven't heard. I, haven't, I don't really know that well, but I would put Picard probably way lower on this list. I was so disappointed with that show.
1: Would you put it lower than the other Star Trek shows, or do you think vis-a-vis the other Star Trek shows, it's it's in the right spot?
0: I would put it lower than the other Star Trek shows. Wow, wow. I've, I've just, I, the more I think, the more I've thought back about it, I just was, they really are just going for fan nostalgia and not in a good way. Yeah. It's, it's just sickening. Like, I'm almost like to the point where, like, I want to watch season three, but I'm not excited for it, even though all these people are coming back, because i have already disappointed us twice. So I'm like, what are they going to do this time? <laughs> Yeah. Well, and there's
1: also the added burden of we have to podcast about season 3. Yeah, that's true. But we'll, we'll get through it. It's a terrible burden. Um all right. So, for number 6 to continue on in the Star Trek theme, um for this show, there were a lot of things I liked about it. I'm talking about Star Trek Discovery Season 4. They did more standalone-ish episodes in Season 4, focusing on the supporting bridge crew. But my God, the awful cameo at the end of Star Trek Discovery Season 4, that, that ruined the entire season for me. And really, it's kind of made me hate the whole show. I Like, what the hell is Stacey Abrams doing in Star Trek? And more importantly, how is she ever going to become president of Earth if she can't even become governor of Georgia, Matt? I don't know, Bob.
0: Especially considering that shrimp against. <laughs> yep, yep. It's just a good old
1: boy. Like Warnock can Warnock can win election what four times in Georgia in two years? Bob, if Stacey Abrams little <laughs> won, the Bulldogs
0: would not have won last night. Man, I didn't realize. Stacey Abrams would have taken football out of Georgia. Like she took out the Braves.
1: Man. I I do remember when she canceled the Braves. That was a sad day. The bright side for Stacey Abrams is, uh, thankfully, this will probably end her, I hope, end her national political ambitions, being a two-time loser. And she still has a bright future of, uh, you know, funneling donor money to uh, charities that allegedly register voters, but really just pay her close friends huge salaries, and producing trash airport fiction. I think she's also becoming a Netflix producer, so even (laughs) though she can't win a state ride race to save her life, Stacey Abrams has a bright future ahead of us. Yeah, she's 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 moved she's
0: moved forward. She's now a celebrity. Yeah. Celebrity yeah. politician. Thanks, Star Trek Discovery.
1: Yeah, thank you, Star Trek Discovery. Oh God. And also just again to reiterate, like, it didn't even make sense in the show. Like in the show, Earth was at this point in the timeline it's like an isolationist backwater hellhole. And so like <laughs> Stacey Abrams being the leader of it is like not a good Yeah. Thing. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the joke, Bob. Maybe that's <laughs> Yeah, I, actually, Star Trek Discovery is written by Trump supporters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they really <laughs> wanted they didn't to. did even know it. Some yeah, Illuminati really shit right there. It. All right. <laughs> Number five, Bob. Number five, the last Star Trek show on the list, but don't worry, not the last franchise with Star in its name on the list. Star Trek Prodigy season one. Matt, I know you uh, like a smart person who values your mental space and sanity and just your know, general good relations with the world. You stopped watching this maybe like 10 episodes in, but I didn't. Would you like to know how Star Trek Prodigy season one ends, Matt? Sure, Bob, tell me how it ends. Tell the listeners uh, how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. So hollow Janeway sacrifices herself to save the, sh- to save the kids, Matt. And, uh, Mara Jade is either getting written off the show or she's written on a side quest to save her people. And so, real Janeway is hooked up with the other five kids, who are now warrant officers, and they are going to go find Chakotay and his crew, who I guess were lost in time. Holy shit! So we got the real Janeway now, not Hollow Janeway. Yep, we had real Janeway for most of the back half of the, uh, the show, which was yeah, I just not do, not doing the great character Catherine Janeway any favors this show. All right then. So, oh, well, glad I missed that. Yeah, you were you were wise too. Don't be, don't believe people who tell you it got good. And I also missed the uh, the next show on your list, Bob, number four. Well, I did too, Matt. I did too. So uh, I, the idea of the next show, number four, is just appalling because the idea of doing a twenty-four part prequel to a prequel movie—that's uh, really dumb, Matt. Why would you do that? But yet Disney did it, and they made Star Wars: Andor. I only made it four and a half episodes into the show. It's so boring. Friends with good taste, like strongly disagree with me on this, but I just don't get it. I even like the writer. Like the writer is the guy who wrote that really good um, lawyer movie, Michael Clayton. Like yeah. that's a great movie. This is not a great show. I don't get the hype. Andor season one, it sucks. Well
0: you got further than I did, Bob. I got two episodes in and gave up. So
1: same problem. Yeah. It was very it was it was
0: boring. It kind of drug on. It was missing like the Star Wars feel. <laughs> I yeah. don't know how to explain yeah. it. A lot of that was missing.
1: And then uh, continuing with the Star Wars theme, I went for number three. Uh, Matt, can you uh, guess what the other Star Wars show I hated this year was? Must have been Obi-Wan, Bob. Yeah, I mean, it had its strengths, a.k.a. it was shorter and not as boring as Andor. But on the other hand, it was really bad, and especially, like, the prequelitis at the end of Obi-Wan just got so extreme where Obi-Wan gives 10-year-old Princess Leia her whole outfit and wardrobe for Star Trek <laughs> and her Star Wars a New Hope. Just like, why would you do that? Why? We got to know how
0: she got it, Bob. God. I've always wanted to know.
1: Terrible. Terrible. Thank God, Obi-Wan answered it for me. So, you you maintain that the Mandalorian seasons are good, right? Yeah, I enjoy the Mandalorian. Okay. But other than the last part of Book of Boba Fett, you know, which is like The Mandalorian. Oh. Oh, you 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 enjoyed the last part of Book of Boba. I thought you hated the whole thing. Okay.
0: Oh, no, I hate yeah, I hate the whole part about Boba Fett. Anything dealing with the Mandalorian <laughs> was fine.
1: It was basically a uh, what do you call it a, a an epilogue <laughs> to, uh,
0: okay. <laughs> so, is Mandal-
1: is Mandalorian over now that like Pedro Pascal is doing like The Last of Us? No, I don't think so. No, they have a season so. three okay. coming out at okay. some point. Okay, okay. I was just kinda of wondering. Busy man, busy man. But I guess there's not that many Mandalorian episodes to film to film. Yeah, I was gonna call you out for not having Booker Boat Fett on this list, but then I was like, Oh yeah, it came out in twenty twenty one. I didn't watch it, Doc. I didn't, I watch, single didn't watch
0: it. I, I know that, but I just you know, figured
1: Just to make my commitment to the listeners clear, I watched every single episode of all of these pieces of shit, except for Andor, um, where I only watched four and a half of 12. And uh, Andor's only
0: number four in the
1: list. (laughs) Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. All right, number two. All right, so for our bottom two, Matt, I'm shifting from a Star Trek theme to a Star Wars theme to a moon theme, so I, I, uh, I... really expect you have not heard of uh, the number two show on my list uh it's an amc murder mystery set uh in a utopian commune on the moon uh it's called Moonhaven season one it stars one of the hobbits from the lord of the ring movies it's really bad it's got a lot off a lot of awful like science fiction newspeak do you know what i mean when i say that uh i'm assuming newspeak is like uh
0: like kind of made up language, like they're trying to predict what people are going to be saying in the future. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they like, they tend to like combine two words together, kind of German style into new words, or they like will repeat a word twice for emphasis. So I watched uh, the pilot of this with my boys, Noah and Pat. It was almost my revenge for them making me watch Gangs of London. So we watched the pilot and we dubbed the show instead of Moonhaven, Moon Moon, because people keep saying the word twice in this awful show. Pat and Noah tapped out being much better people than me, and I I watched like the other five episodes. It's really bad. It's bad bad? It's bad bad. It's shit shit, Matt. You could could even say that. It gives me me the sad sads. (laughs) Poor Bob Bob. Indeed. Indeed. And it's especially disappointing because the writers of this, their, their earlier AMC show is Lodge 49, was actually like one of the best shows of the 2010s. It's not, not amazing, but it's very solid, very interesting. It does a lot of things that uh, you don't re- usually see TV do. And Moonhaven also does uh, a lot of things you don't usually see TV do, but TV doesn't do those things for very good reasons. So, yeah, don't watch Moonhaven. My God. Sounds like you don't really like a lot of shows on AMC, Bob. I I but I've got I've got in my top 10, I've got like I think at least 2 AMC shows. Oh. Well, I guess
0: it evens yeah. out then.
1: Yeah. Well, a part of it is so I had to get the AMC Plus app to watch Better Call Saul. And so I had to watch all this other AMC stuff while I to justify the cost while oh, I had that's it. That's all it we to ever do is
0: justify while
1: we own the streaming. It's like we
0: have a podcast yep. so
1: we have to justify why we stream all this shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ain't it the truth. Ain't it the truth. So, Matt, given that we have a moon theme, do you want to guess what my bottom uh, show for the year, I think the worst show this year was? Oh, yeah. it's definitely Moon Knight. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, this is the theme, man. It should have been a two-hour movie. It still wouldn't have been good, but at least it would have just been two hours. It was even more boring than Andor, and it took its inspiration from one of my least favorite Moon Knight comics runs, the one that Jeff Lemire and Greg Smallwood, who were you know, good, good writer, good artist, but they didn't work on Moon Knight. It sucked, and this is terrible. It was just a waste of Oscar Isaac. My God, it makes me so sad and angry just to think about it.
0: And we covered Moon Knight a little
1: bit. Uh, back, I yeah, the I think episodes. we did an episode
0: after, like, it was either the first episode or the first two episodes. Yeah, and then we were like, okay, this is enough. I can't, we can't commentate on this very much. <laughs> it's...
1: Yeah, it's always, it's always interesting, like, there's some bad stuff, like, that's like worth talking about like Black Adam or Star Trek Picard on some level, you know, like it's fun to talk about. And then there's some bad stuff like Prodigy and Discovery and Moon Knight where just to talk about it just gets so depressing and you just feel so nasty. It's like one of the reasons we're never going to be like a successful big YouTube show is just like, I don't think either you or I have the stomach to like really go in on hating something, you know? Nah, we're not going to hate on that much because we we know
0: that we couldn't have created it had we tried. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Our Moon Knight would have been done with action figures. The other issue with Moon Knight too is that you introduced me to the comics, which yep. I was reading that arc while all I, I don't remember what the specific arc was. It wasn't like the beginning of Moon Knight. It was kind of towards. It was one. Was of the it the ones. Warren Ellis one where he's like the kind of consultant for the cops? I think so. I think that, yeah. I was reading something that's, like that. And I was like, wow, that's this is a dope really one, good. Man. That's yeah, I was a like, dope this is one. really
1: good. And then watching this, and I'm like, this is not the same thing. And that's what threw me off. So. Oh, man. To, maybe, maybe that's something we should consider doing after we cut, finish our coverage of Blue Beetle is uh, to look back at a, because there's not a, that many Moon Knight comics, to look back at a couple of good Moon Knight runs. Yeah. That, that, that might be fun. All right. So, you know, we, we had this whole long disclaimer about how we're not haters, but, uh, you know, here are the 10 uh, shows that I really, really hated. Matt, I, I, you said you were, you were going to be angry and you're going to challenge me on a lot of this, but I don't really feel like you challenged me that much. Not on the bottom, Bob. Not that on the bottom. The just, just on the top. Just well, on the top, is- Bob. To be continued, where I try to establish what I think the top 10 best shows of 2022 were. And Matt ribs me mercilessly, tells me what a, uh, what a Philistine and what a pretentious Philistine I am. So come back to Uncanny Tracks for our top 10 TV shows of 2022. I am Bob in Cascadia. That is Matt in the Southland. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for listening.